Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the Fun and Games podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and welcome to the official season two of this podcast. What a wild ride it has been. I hope everybody had a really good holiday season, and let's welcome in 2023. I am stoked for today's episode. I have been dying to just sit down and record this for all of you. I feel like this is the perfect start of year podcast episode. I want to say I'm not super big into goals. I think it's important to have some kind of goals, but I I just, this isn't going to be about goal setting. Okay. Like let's, let's get real for me. It's just not, I'm not that type of girly, but you want to know what type of girly I am. I am through and through a gym girly. So in today's episode, It's all about, so you want to be a gym girl. I'm going to give you the 411, the T, the basics. This is your starter kit for if you want to start going to the gym. I'm going to be talking about the ins, the outs, being a gym veteran, and I'm probably going to leave some stuff out, but I'm going to try to cover everything that I have, and I would love to hear on today's Instagram post If you guys have other ideas or something that I missed, like let's share it. Let's talk about it because I remember being so anxious and new at the gym the first time you go. It's always going to be a nerve-wracking experience. And even after a long break or even when you go to a new gym, it can be very intimidating and scary. So the more help, the better. The bigger community we can build where we feel comfortable as women in the gym working and getting our sweat on. And with that being said, let me just say, anytime I see another female in the gym or in the weight room, I just literally want to give them the biggest hugs. I'm like, we're doing it. We're here. We're making the most of it. It just builds my confidence. It makes me feel so much better. Like we deserve to be in the gym. Everybody does. Every single person, no matter what part or what stage of life you're in, deserves to be in the gym. It is not just for tooled out bros. For this week's Fun and Gain segment, I want to hear from you. I want to hear your fun and your gain that you had last year. Or if you do have any plans for this year, I want to hear them. Comment on the Instagram post. The Instagram podcast is funandgains.podcast. Hit it up on Instagram. Let's chat it up. And the very last item of business that we have is the weekly review. And listen, we all know if you review or rate the podcast, love you to the moon and back. This one says the only podcast I listen to, it's from Katie Cat 1311 
Like the title says, I'm not a podcast person. However, I absolutely love listening to Brit and all of her guests talk about things that I find so relatable. I'm 29 and still feel like I'm trying to figure out how to live my life, and I love getting to take some time out of my day to hear Brit talk about things like fitness, good food, finding balance, etc. Part two, I'm back. That's how much I live for this podcast. I love that Brit and Darian keep us motivated and remind us that this is a journey and that we're never alone. Well, I love that. And you are never alone. And if you have felt alone in the past, or if you're feeling alone, you're starting to get that gym membership and you're starting to go, I got you. We're running through the basics. And even if you're a veteran, listen to this. Let me know, hey, did I miss anything? Or, ooh, that was new. I haven't thought about that before. So let's run through this. And and again, I'd love to hear from you. So chat it up on the Instagram podcast at funagains.podcast. Item number one on the Gym Girly Starter Pack running through the basics. It's number one is picking a gym. Okay. Maybe you already have a gym. You have a home gym that you've been going to and you're comfortable in that gym. Well, let me tell you, I myself have been kind of transient and I have been to a lot of new gyms and every time it's even a new gym, I always feel a little bit self-conscious and I always have to get the lay of the land. So anytime you're at a new gym, get the lay of the land. That means, okay, one, if you haven't joined a gym yet, tour gyms and get a vibe. Every single gym has a different vibe. You've got a different crowd. You've got a different demographic. Kind of see what the vibe is at that gym before you sign up. And you know what? If it's a good gym, if it's a smart gym, they'll let you have a free day pass so you can kind of really get in there and see how things are, how the weights are laid out and so that you can kind of get a little bit more comfortable. Some of them even have a week pass that you can try out the gym or like a trial, you know, and that is just the best way to figure out which gym you prefer out of all of them. Maybe you're somebody who likes to weight train, but you also like classes or you want to swim some of the times. Like there's a lot of options when it comes to gyms. So check them out before you sign up if you can. The second way to get the lay of the land is to go on the treadmill as soon as you get to the gym. I don't know what it is. It's like this home base where you can walk, you're being active, but you can just kind of scope out everything that's going on. And you're like, okay, I'm feeling good. My first workout's over here in this corner. And then my second exercise is over here. Like nobody's over there right now. So I can go stretch. That kind of vibe for me always helps me feel at ease and peaceful. I even do that to this day when I get really anxious. I'm like, let me get the lay of the land. Let me get the vibe. Let me see what the crowd is. Let me scope my surroundings and see what's up. So whether you're new or a veteran, that is such a good hack when it comes to picking your gym and then getting a lay of the land, feeling comfortable than in that gym. The second thing is to prepare. This is probably one of the most important parts when it comes to being a gym girly. This step is crucial and this step is quite extensive, but it can be as extensive as you want it, right? It depends what type of gym girly you want to be. Because again, there's no one look, there's no one exact gym girly. It's whatever your vision of that is for yourself. So the first thing, uh, I don't know, this is always what comes to my mind is a gym outfit. What is it about a gym outfit that makes you feel so cool and comfortable? And I, I love it. So pick something that you are comfortable in. Number one, do not go for the new set that maybe you feel a little uncomfortable in. Go for the tried and true. You always feel your best for the first day you're in the gym or anytime you're kind of having some self-conscious issues, you know, you're just not feeling your best. Go on something you feel confident and comfortable in. That is the number one thing that's also going to help because you're not going to be focused on your workout if you're too self-conscious in your own body. You need to be able to put your mind into the workout, train with intent, get what you need out of that workout. That's why you're there. And then like 
whatever you look like kind of comes second, in my opinion. That way you can really focus on what you're there for. So if it's something that, you know, you're not feeling the best in, change it up. I've been to the gym many times and I'm like, I'm not feeling this out, but I feel really self-conscious in it. And that's all I'm focused on the entire workout. It's such a waste. And I've really worked on that mentality that used to happen a couple of years back. But now I just, I get into what I feel comfortable in and I do what I can while I'm there. So if you're an early morning gym goer or somebody who works out right after work, my best piece of advice is to pick your outfit the night before. So plan this out. I don't know if you have a certain workout split, so you coordinate your outfits based on what your workout split is, but 100% pick that outfit the night before, have it laid out. It is that much easier to help get you into that routine of going to the gym. And if you're somebody who works out after work, I was the type of person where I had to pack my gym bag with me, go to work, and then go immediately after work. Like that high peak time, right? 5.30 p.m. It was crazy busy, but that was the only time I could do my workout. And that was if I didn't go straight to the gym after my work, I would not go because I get so comfortable at home and I'm like, oh, the motivation is that much lower. The drive is so much lower. So I have to go immediately off work to the gym and then I go home, cook dinner, kind of settle in. That was back when I worked my nine to five. That was before Vinny and everything, but that was my routine. I really struggled waking up early. So I was not an early gym goer, even though I am now. And it really does help to have a gym outfit planned in the morning or even have your gym bag fully packed up. That way you feel so much more ready in the morning when it's that quick decision and when the motivation is low you're like ah but I already have everything set up like push forward keep going okay let me note this if you're doing a leg day make sure your leggings are squat proof because there have been a couple times where after the fact after my workout I've realized my leggings were not squat proof and that embarrassment for me is like top notch. It's like, oh, I can't go to the gym for the next couple days because I'm so embarrassed. So maybe save yourself that, but just know it also kind of happens to all of us. And like I mentioned, when it comes to preparation, yes, a gym outfit is one of those. Another thing is your gym bag. Again, if you're going to work or whatever around that schedule, make sure you have everything packed. You can pack that the night before. But some essentials that I always like to have in my gym bag are pre-workout, So whatever that is for you, you can have that out the night before, have that in your gym bag, or if you're not into pre-workout, don't worry about it. A water bottle, always have to have a water bottle, headphones, have your gym playlist ready to go. Oh, and make sure your headphones are charged. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And any female emergency items that you might need, have that in your gym bag. The last and almost the most important part of preparation for me, in my opinion, is to have a workout ready and in mind of what you're going to do. In my opinion, having a program to follow is the best. That way it helps you show up week to week. You're accountable to finish that program start to finish. And it usually incorporates some kind of progressive overload or some kind of method to help you grow. And just a lot of them, like all of my programs on my app, I have a video demonstration of every single exercise. If you don't know what something is, you're new to the gym, you go onto my app, you click on a workout you're going to find out what an RDL is. You're going to find out what tricep extensions are. You're going to find out how to back squat. You're going to find out how to do these things because I've taken the time 
and put it into one place and written many programs for you in whatever kind of stage of life you're in, whatever kind of workout split you want, I have those programs for you. So you can go ahead, you can download my app. That is an option. If you want a program, I got you covered. I have six programs right now and the brand new Shred one has dropped. That's what I'm going to run this month because it's new and I always really like to, you know, try it out. It's definitely different than the typical training that I do. I like to do more strength-based, more six to eight, maybe 10 reps. And this program is Shred. It's a lot about increasing your heart rate. You do a little bit more cardio circuits. You're still focusing on resistance training though to help build, but it's targeting fat loss. And it's a five-day week split. So with this one, my reps are a little bit higher, which is something I am not used to, but I do have less sets. So it's more of three sets of 10 to 12 to 15, where I'm not as typically used to that because I try to stick in that six to eight range. And when I'm counting to 15, I'm like, no, 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 I can't do this mentally. But it's been a really fun challenge to have already started that. So you can go ahead, run that challenge with me, run this program with me, or I have so many others. I have a glutes program. If you're looking to grow your glutes, that is a fantastic, one of my all-time favorite programs I've ever written. And that is the other one that I typically run. That is honestly my favorite one that I'm always doing. And then I do my core program. Another fantastic one, that one you can do at home as well. And speaking of at home, I have an at home program and it's also dumbbell only. So if you are new to the gym, this could be a fantastic option for you because you can just grab a pair of dumbbells, go into a corner and crank out this workout. Fantastic. You can do upper body, lower body days. You are going to love it. And then I also have my beginner gym and advanced gym programs. Those are four-day splits, so two upper, two lower, and I love that program as well. Those are definitely more challenging, especially the advanced gym program. I went back and looked at that and started doing a couple workouts, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is difficult. So I've got a ton of options for you to do, but if that's not your thing, if you don't want to pay for an app, I get that. I have a lot of free workouts on YouTube, on Instagram, on TikTok. There are tons of other amazing influencers, amazing other programs. You can do group fitness classes, whatever it is. Have some kind of workout in mind so when you're at the gym and you're going to work out, you know what to do. I personally always find visual cues the best and the most helpful. So even if that is you know, a swipe workout on Instagram, that's a good way to start and a good way to follow that way. Hopefully the person you have the workout from has good form so you can kind of learn and engage in compare form to make sure you're doing the right mechanics with the movement. I do want to add in case anybody is a new listener, I am a certified personal trainer. I have been certified for almost five years now or maybe over five years and it's fantastic. I'm doing continued education constantly. Since I am putting information out there and I know people are listening, I really try to have everything science-backed because you can't dispute those facts. And I just want to provide the best and the most educational information and content and programs for you. I really try my best and I'm always trying to do better and to be better. So thank you all for being here along the road. I just always feel like I need to plug that I am a certified personal trainer because I still get questions every so often. I'm like, dang, do people really sell programs when they aren't at least a personal trainer? Oh, shoot. Like, I know that that is a hot take and like no shade to anybody who does that. I just want you to know I am a personal trainer and I'm continuously trying to study up and provide the best that I can. Let's move on to tip number three now. Okay, the third tip is to elude confidence. Look, nobody needs to know that it is your first time in the gym. If you act confident, nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know. How are they going to know? Nobody is going to know. You have to own it. 
you walk in, you strut your stuff, and you are a gym veteran. Tell me, tell me another narrative. There is no other one. You deserve to be in the gym just as much as everybody else. Let's go. I am cheering you on. Listen to this podcast. Listen to your favorite gym playlist. You're in your confident outfit. You've got the lay of the land. You've walked on your treadmill. You're ready to go. You have your workout plan. It's time to make moves. You're finally doing what you said you would do. Let's go. And okay, I'm going to I'm going to bring up a little bit of a hot take here. Okay. This has to do with, you know, how everyone's like, oh, everyone's going to judge me. Everyone's going to care. I feel like this is 50-50, right? Everybody is always scoping everyone out in the gym. I mean, not seriously, but you're grazing. You're looking at equipment. You just, you're not sizing up, but you're just consciously aware or looking around the gym. I feel like most of us can say that. There are some sessions where genuinely my head does not come up from the gym session. I have a hat. I have headphones. I don't want to look. I don't want to talk. I am so focused in my own bubble. There are 50% of my gym sessions are like that. The other ones, I'm kind of looking at equipment, seeing what's available, and it's natural to notice who's in the gym. You don't give it much thought, but it happens. Everybody can say that happens. So I think 50%. Okay, are people actually judging you? No, but everybody's subconsciously doing that anyways, but it's nothing that you need to be afraid of. Like, honestly, nobody cares at the end of the day. It's all these made-up scenarios we have in our heads. How many times have you judged someone and you're completely wrong about them? So it's not something that you have to be worried about. I feel like a lot of times that is something that we think about is, oh, everyone's going to care. Everyone's going to make fun of me. And it's a social thing, right? You're around a large group of people. You sometimes you're in quite vulnerable positions. And some of these exercises can get a little bit uncomfy. But I think for the most part, how I feel and how I feel a lot of people feel when we talk about this is everyone respects everyone for being at the gym, right? It's like you're here. You're trying to better yourself. Respect. It's not really as much oh, I can't believe like she doesn't know what she's doing. No, for the most part, people are like cheering you on secretly or like sometimes I'll fall in the gym and I'm like, oh my gosh, everyone probably thinks I'm a loser, but I'm like, it's really not that big a deal. People are probably secondhand embarrassed for me. Like, oh, that girl just totally wiped out. The other day I whacked my head on a barbell so hard. I was coming up from, so like, you know how the squat rack bar, the edges of it. I just stood up after re-racking the weight on the side of the squat rack. Oh my goodness. I hit my head so hard and so loud. Everybody was looking and I was like, all right, like this just happened. It's fine. I don't have to think twice about it, but it's, it's embarrassing. We all have those moments. I feel like that's kind of why it's fun to listen to the gym story episodes on here because you know that eh, you're not alone. We all go through these things one way or another. And if you feel like someone's judging you, that means you're judging them as well. So, hey, it goes hand in hand, right? It's all good. It's all good. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, hang out with friends, go out? I feel like a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, well, time for what? If our time was unlimited, how would we use it? What would be the best way to squeeze in that special thing into your schedule that is so important to you and make that a priority? Well, therapy can help you find what matters most to you so you can do more of it. 
I know that therapy can be extremely beneficial. Just have another person to talk to, talk through things, get to the bottom of feelings that we might not know that we're having, and it can lead us to feel empowered to be the best version of ourselves. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp help. Visit betterhelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Brit. Tip number four is gym etiquette. And I have a whole YouTube video talking about this. It's actually two years old now, which I cannot believe. Maybe I'll do an updated one, but these are kind of the basic rules of the gym. If you're new to the gym, you need to know these. And even if you're a veteran, it's always good to have a little bit of a refresher to make sure we're not doing any of these. But honestly, bottom line, I need you to hear this, that you deserve to take up space in the gym. You deserve to be in the gym. This isn't saying, oh, you don't belong. Like, yeah, make sure you're out of people's way. Like, you're such a burden. No, this is just like proper how to be courteous in the gym and respectful to other people because it kind of is this unsaid culture unsaid rule where if you are new to going to a gym, here's just a couple things to be mindful of. Like that's it. Baseline. Of course, you've got the typical put things back, right? If you grab equipment, try to put it back in a neat way. If your gym is kind of a mess already, you can still try to do this, but some gyms are very, you know, meticulous and organized. And I think that's awesome. So put things away, clean up after yourself. You can sanitize your stations after you use them, sanitize your equipment, and just be mindful of others. If somebody's in front of a mirror, you know, you don't have to cut in front of them, blocking their view while they're in the middle of getting a pump or, you know, walk through their squat rack if they're stepped out, you know, kind of basic. Be aware of your surroundings. And also I would throw in this, try not to interrupt someone's set to ask them something or to talk to somebody about something. You can wait till they're done with the set or, you know, you're trying to talk to a gym crash. I would say wait as they're leaving or entering the gym or if there's an appropriate time where you wouldn't be interrupting something. And also you can kind of mark your bench like if you're trying to set up a little corner, you can kind of mark that area with if you have like a resistance band or a water bottle, your phone, any type of equipment. I try to mark, hey, I'm in this area if I have to step away. Like if I have to run to the bathroom or if I have to run to grab other equipment or something. I always try to mark my area just so somebody knows, hey, somebody's probably using this. Let me not take it or let me wait. A big tip that I would say is before you take equipment, just kind of look and see, oh, does it look like someone's using this? Some people do not rack their weights when they're done and you never know. So I normally am asking people around and it's actually really funny. It's kind of this like unspoken gym language where if you go to the gym, you know what I'm talking about. Everyone has their headphones in, right? So you can't hear anybody. So you're just kind of like waving and pointing and nodding and like mouthing the words. And some people, they won't even bother to take their headphones off. They'll be like, yeah, no, no, like no one's there. Like just mouth it and like, you know, wave their hand at their neck. Like, nah, nah, no one's over there. Or they'll say like, yeah, someone's over there using it. A lot of times it's like, no, no one cleans up after themselves. Like go ahead and use it. It doesn't matter. It's really funny. And that's actually kind of a nice leeway if you are trying to make friends with people in the gym is genuinely just ask like, oh, is anybody using this? Or, you know, that's a good way to slowly ease in a conversation if 
you are looking to do that. But if you're shy, you can just kind of point and see if they notice you to see if anyone is using that equipment. And you know what? It happens. I get my equipment stolen all the time for me. It's life. I move on or I confront the person if I'm feeling really brave and saying, hey, like I was kind of using this. Maybe we can work in or I'll just like bail and go do something else because sometimes I'm (laughs) not in the mood to, you know, cause any kind of contention or conflict. That tells you a little bit about my personality. I get a little bit scared. But no, people have no issue yelling at me to move away or, hey, I was using that. Some people are not very nice at that, but sometimes it's an honest accident. If you take someone's stuff, it's not the end of the world. Like everybody's human, especially a lot of people don't mark what they're using. Like there won't be a water bottle or a towel and you haven't seen anyone over there. They're doing a superset like across the gym and there's no way you could have known that. That's okay. We have all gone through that and don't even worry about it. If anyone yells at you in the gym, you're fine. I promise. So other than those kind of basic, be aware of your surroundings, I'll say, do not work out in front of the dumbbell rack. This is a no-no. This is a big no because people are constantly trying to grab dumbbells on and off of that rack. And if you decide to do rows right in front of them or lunges right in front of that, you're blocking everybody else who's trying to either re-rack or unrack their weights. And it just kind of ruins everybody's flow where you're kind of in the middle of the space. So that aisle in between the benches and where the dumbbell rack is, that's kind of like a highway that you don't really want to intersect on. You just pass by, grab your dumbbells, and then retreat back. And I don't know what it is. It's like this unspoken rule, but it's always so inconvenient whenever somebody works out right in front of it. Like they're using 40s on the rack and you're like, okay, well, I need 35s, but you're literally touching all of these weights. I can't get them. It's just always a little bit awkward. So if you want to avoid any drama, go ahead and just steer clear of that. Grab your weight and step back a little bit. Go to your bench or even behind the benches a little bit if you're doing like a standing exercise like bicep curls or lateral raises. And it is, look, plenty of times I've grabbed my weights and I'm looking around for a free little bubble to just stand in and do my workout. It happens. It's okay to feel a little uncomfortable. Again, if you want to go back to you're walking on the treadmill, you're trying to scope out and plan everything out, or even if you have your workout written, it makes things a little bit smoother in the transition. But I also have found that if I'm just calm and like really chill and try not to make a scene or try not to look flustered, I'm just looking confident, it's so much better whether I'm trying to scrimmage around and find a new place to work out or whatever the situation is. Tip number five is me sharing some gym 101 terms. I actually have a whole episode on this that you can look for a few episodes back in season one where I go over a bunch of basic gym terms that you should know when you go to the gym or if you're just starting out or even if you're a veteran and you're like, I have no idea what that means. There's a lot of help when it comes to just kind of breaking these down as a beginner or even refreshing your memory if it's been a while. So first one is sets and reps. So what this looks like normally on Instagram or in a program, it will be written as three or four, some kind of number, right? Sometimes it's five, six, whatever it is, some kind of number. A lot of times it's an X and then another number. So that's read as sets and reps. So a set is a group of repetition. For example, it could be uh, three sets of 12 and a repetition is a single time that you're performing the exercise. What this looks like is, okay, the three sets is 12, right? We'll just use that. 
You're going to do 12 repetitions of lateral raises. So you're going to go one, two, count all the way up to 12. Then you're going to rest and you're going to do that two more times for a total of three, right? So three sets of 12 and a total, if you do the math, three times 12 is what? 36, I think. So you're doing 36 repetitions, but you're breaking that up in between three sets. That way you can have some rest in between them. I know some people also say this like three by 12 or five by five. It's the same thing. Three sets of, that would be three sets of five or five sets of five when you say that. I know some people just say three by five as another example. Next up, we have PRs or PBs. Those are just personal records or personal bests. So that is any time that you really just have lifted away either for a more amount of time of reps. So sometimes, oh, I've never hit this weight for eight reps, or I've never hit this weight for 12 reps, that's a PR. Uh, one rep max, that's also a PR. Anytime you have really done a personal best with anything, a faster mile, you you know, you swim a further distance, whatever it is, you completed a circuit a minute faster than you previously have, that is a personal best. Next is AMRAP. So this is as many reps as possible. Basically, it's just taking an exercise to failure. If it says AMRAP, that means hey, you're burning out. You're doing it till you can as many reps as possible. Some people will say as many rounds as possible. So that would make more sense if this is with a circuit. You're trying to see how many times you can do these five exercises within 30 minutes. RPE is rate of preserved exertion. So that is how hard is that exercise you're doing. When you are doing three by fives, right? You should be putting in more effort on those five reps because since you're doing less reps, your weight is probably heavier. Your RPE might be higher. And a lot of programs will say this like, oh yeah, you only need to go to a six on this. You don't have to go as heavy. Whereas other exercises will be at an eight or nine. You're going almost all out. You're almost going to failure. You're absolutely destroying it. Next are a superset and a compound set. I feel like both of these are pretty common. Superset also is abbreviated as SS a lot of times. So a superset is technically doing two exercises back to back with little rest in between. So basically you're moving from a bicep exercise straight into a tricep exercise. You're going to rest and then you're going to repeat that again and you're working opposing muscle groups. Versus a compound set is you're doing two exercises back to back, but you're targeting pretty much the same muscle group. So you would do two back exercises back to back, or you would do something like a flat bench with a fly, right? A chest fly. That would be a compound set because you're both working your chest muscles pretty much instead of doing opposing different ones. Last is going to be a workout split. This is basically what day are you training what? A lot of people will do a push-pull split. So push, you're using your push muscles. That's going to be your chest and your triceps more typically. Sometimes people will throw in, since you're already working shoulders, rear delts. I personally prefer to throw in rear delts on back day. So I'll do back, biceps, and rear delts. That is then your pull day. So you're doing your pulling motions. All of your back exercises is more of a pull instead of pushing away towards your body. That's kind of why it's done as push and pull, right? Pushing away the tricep extension, curling in and up that bicep curl just to help you navigate what push and pull might be and then leg day. So some people will work a three-day split, right? They'll do three full body days or an upper, a lower, and a full body day. Some will do a five-day split with two leg days, two upper body days, and a cardio day. That's another option when it comes to 
uh, workouts what there are so many different ways to do it some people like to throw in yoga once a week swim once a week and then three resistance trainings or just four days a week whatever it is basically you can create whatever you want but that is technically called your workout split okay tip number six is supplements i feel like this is something that is a gym goer you just need to know right? That is kind of the culture that is around. I will say first and foremost, do you need supplements? No. Are they helpful and useful? Yes, they can be. Supplements that I personally take are pre, pump, and creatine, and occasionally I will take protein powder. I want to kind of try out greens. I mean, I see it literally everywhere, and I know Beam has amazing greens. It's not part of my routine yet. I want to try it. I am personally sponsored by Beam, a supplement company. I love their supplements. They are amazing for me. If you want to try them out, go ahead. You can use code BRIT. If not, hey, no harm, no hard feelings. Do what you got to do. It don't matter, but I do love their pre. And when it comes to creatine, that is one of the more studied supplements out there, honestly, and benefits of it are basically strength, muscle size, and performance, right? Taking creatine can help you do more reps or more sprints and help get a greater gain in strength in that muscle mass, right? Building a little bit more creatine can really, really help with that. And it can also honestly help with recovery during training and if you're competing, so beneficial. Basically, those are the reasons why I take it. I like to build strength. I want to have better recovery and uh, get the gains. And that leads us into our very last tip number seven, which is to make yourself a gym routine. And I feel like that is probably the most fun part when it comes to becoming a gym girly. It is so fun to decide what you want in your life. What type of routine do you want to set and establish? I will tell you from personal experience that setting a routine is so much easier to fall back on when your motivation is fleeting. When you're tired, when you don't want to get up and go to the gym, you've got to rely on those habits and that discipline. Having a routine and establishing that, making it part of your lifestyle, making it just part of what you do every day trying to get you excited for that. It is so much easier to stay committed to yourself, to those promises that you made yourself and that you want to follow up on because you want to change your life. You have these goals you want to get. It's so much easier when you make a routine. So this can look like anything, whatever you like. If you want to prep your stuff the night before, like I said, pick out your gym outfit, buy yourself some new gym clothes. You have your pre-workout before you go to the gym every day. You've got your workout playlist that's getting you excited and in in a good headspace, whatever that is for your routine, you got to find that. Have a thing of applesauce. I mean, that's been my go-to recently. It used to be Rice Krispies, right? When that blew up all over TikTok, everyone was taking Rice Krispies for the pump. Now I'm obsessed with Vinny's like go-go squeeze applesauce. I don't know why it's so good. I love having goldfish. I mean, I don't know. Whatever makes you happy and excited. You got, I My routine, I guess I'll share my routine, right? Okay. So I always start by getting dressed. Now, if it's a good morning, I will play music and like have a good energy and I'm eating my breakfast. I make Vinny and I breakfast and we're jamming. We're having our oats or our banana pancakes. We're having water. We're having a good time. It's a little bit different because I'm a mom, right? So I get him all the way ready and then I will, well, what am I talking about? Most of the time I'm already ready before he wakes up. So let me drill that back a little bit. So I will wake up and one of the first things I do is get ready or at least pick my gym outfit that I'm going to wear that day. So I do, I'm a little bit extra, I will plan my gym fit based on the workout, right? Like there are certain glutey pumpy shorts 
or leggings that I have to wear that are like my lower body day staples that just make me feel good. I have my upper body day back day bras. Y'all already know. Halter bra, let's go. 100% I'm going to pick one of those. So then I normally will start with the bra on back day and then pick whatever bottoms, shorts, or leggings I want to match that one. And for push day, I love wearing halter or halter. What am I talking about? the bandeau bras. I don't know why. I just love that look. So I kind of have this routine of, okay, whatever day I'm working, I like these certain outfits. And then for cardio or hit days or just a walking day where I need to like alleviate stress, I have certain outfits. So that's what I do. And I love it. And then I will make my pre and like I'll normally film and chat to you guys before Vinny's awake. And then I like, wait, I don't take my pre yet. Hmm. But I'll just like basically start working then and start getting into the groove. But I've already done my gym steps and pack my gym bag and everything, everything all set. That way when Winnie wakes up, then we're jamming. We got our breakfast. Then I start sipping my pre-workout like things are chill and fun. And then we go in the car and continue the jam session and try to get in a good headspace to carry it through. So that's my gym routine. That's what works for me. And it's looked so different so many times because once again, I used to work a nine to five and I would just have to pack all my gym clothes with me and go right after the gym. And that's how it is. And on Saturdays when we work out with Darian, it looks a little bit different. But for the most part, that's what I do. I just love a good outfit, good pre-workout, good music. I always pack my gym bag and I always have a workout planned from my app that I do that just makes everything so much easier now. I'm like, how did I ever do this without an app. It just makes me feel so much more comfortable and confident. And I am actually seeing more results because I'm sticking to a training program, which you guys have seen. And you guys have been blowing up my comments recently on Instagram. I just, I thank you. I love you. Big hugs. And that's going to wrap up the very first episode for season two in the year of 2023. I am so stoked for everything that's to come. I'd love to get some fire guests on for you guys. If you have any recommendations, hit me up in the comments or the DMs. I don't know why I'm singing so much, probably because I'm just super happy. I hope you found these tips really helpful. Honestly, if you want to be a gym girly, get to it. You don't even have to be a full-time gym girly. Like, I want to make sure you know you don't have to, like, commit to this, like, bulky grunge protein shake rice cake girly like no we're just trying to live a really cool lifestyle whatever it is that you want to put in there put in there like there's no boxes anymore we're, we're over like weightlifting doesn't make you bulky we've busted that myth twenty thousand times it's it's a broken record right we lift because we want to feel strong we want to feel confident you can train for your goals whatever that is you can mix it up you can do yoga you can do pilates a little bit of resistance training whatever you want throw that in a little bit of pixie dust in there as well. And with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll talk to y'all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. You're listening to the fun and games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review this podcast. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.